Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. I'm Dylan Heisen, and welcome to our 500th podcast celebration. Ooh, it's been 500 podcasts, can't believe it here, at Overly Animated. Um, been, been going strong for coming up on two and a half years now, uh, podcasting about everything animation, and we've reached 500 to celebrate. I will be taking you through a clip show, uh, everyone's favorite, uh, featuring some best of clips from our first 499 podcasts. Um, so I'm going to be joined uh, uh, sequentially by uh, Sam Delaney, uh, Michelle and Justin, and I'll be playing clips that they were on, um, some uh, notable ones, and we'll get their reactions to it, and we'll talk about it being 500 podcasts. So I'm um, not talking about animation today, just kind of a meta, overly animated podcast. Um, of course, oh, find us at overlyanimated.com. Can't imagine this is anyone's first podcast, but uh, there's the website plug. Um, uh, and yeah, I hope you guys uh, enjoy this. It was a lot of, I've already recorded the segments you're about to hear. It was a lot of fun to get into it with some of our uh, original co-hosts. So um, some notes before we get into things. Um, I'm going to be focusing on some older clips uh, throughout this. Um, I'm basically tabling most things from 2017. Um, and just focusing on stuff before we had a more recent co-host and host expansion. So we have a lot of new people on board now. Things are a lot different. And uh, I'm going to save some of the more the newer highlights for whatever our next milestone podcast is. So um, we're just going to we're, we're going to highlight some of the uh, older lost gems here. Um Another note, some of these clips are slightly edited, but um, I, I say whatever podcast they're from before we get into it, so you can uh, check those old ones out if you want on the site. We do have a search function at overlyanimated.com on the right side. It's an easy way to find some of these ones we're discussing. Um, big shout outs and thank yous to Alex Bonilla and Andy Potter, who helped so much find uh, a lot of the clips you're about to hear, a lot of work uh, hunting down through <laughs> through past podcasts. I know Alex went through a lot of our, our old podcasts and um, found uh, found some, some really good uh, clips we're going to highlight for you guys. So uh, big thank yous to those guys. And uh, this idea is, uh, is a, a pretty blatant ripoff of uh, Rob Has a Podcast. Podcast, uh, my favorite podcast, and um, other than us, of course, I guess. But uh, so yeah, big big shout outs to Rob Zestrinino. Um, he did this for his thousandth and I think two thousandth podcast. I, I listened to his two thousandth with this format, and I really liked it. So I'm I'm basically trying this exact same thing. So uh, let's get into it. So let's start things off here by bringing in Sam uh, Sam Quattro. Hi Sam, how you doing? Hey, I'm okay. Dylan, how are you? Good. Welcome to the five hundredth podcast. Wow, thanks. Yeah, what do you think about us reaching 500? Uh, surprising, I guess. I don't know. That's a, that's a lot of podcasts. <laughs> Expecting you to say too many podcasts. I, I mean, I don't know if it's too many. I'm pretty sure somebody out there has had more podcasts than that, but not us, so. <laughs> yeah, definitely an all-time high for us. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh sam is an uh, original overly animated co-host wow and um and uh former from the spirit world co-host back when uh me and several other people had an avatar and cora podcast so i've been podcasting with sam for a long while and almost um, 10 years yeah it's been yep. nine years 
Yeah, I think from the spirit world's ten years old, and then Sam like came in a year after, right? So yeah, that's quite a long time there. But uh, Sam and I have had uh, several podcasts throughout our run here. Um, You know, a lot with just us. I think I have two clips of just us talking. You've also been on other ones, but um, I think we'll. The first clip I wanna I wanna play for you, Sam, is uh, something we talked about a lot of obscure things here. On mm-hmm. on the overly animated podcast, um, including Anomalisa, the uh, stop motion uh, adult uh, film that uh, we talked about in the lead up to the uh, Oscar race that year. This is from January fifth, twenty sixteen. Our pod- oh podcast ninety six. Um, you'd think this would be some sort of crazy clip, but no. This is this is this is like a good manifesto. I feel like for um, for overly animated. So um, yeah, during our discussion for uh, this film, uh, we got into the differences between the capabilities of live action and animation, and how animation as a medium is being underutilized. Interesting. Okay, so let's take a listen here. What does this film do that live action? can't or maybe they both can and how more traditional animation can do it too so live action captures a moment like a human moment that Mm -hmm. happens um animation sort of captures the like an imaginary moment like something that is like Something more man-made than, like, organic human motion. You know what I mean? One of my biggest differences uh, when I think of this is that animation has just has, like, no limitations, whereas yeah, live yeah. action I definitely, a lot of times does. I definitely think about that, too, yeah. But here's the thing. does Stop, stop motion for sure has limitations, I feel like, that are not placed on different types of animation. I'm I'm really interested in like the difference in these how these different mediums like manifest uh, narrative and limitations surrounding narrative and um, how they may be better or less equipped for dealing with certain types of narrative. And in my mind, this if you're looking at it from that perspective, this is very much different than like computer animation or hand drawn animation. And both of these are very much also different from live action. Um, and I'm not sure specifically what the how the relation to narrative is for for all of them. And I think it's really interesting that this manifested from the stop motion. It's, it's, it's sort of just like looking at like, like it's, it's the same thing with art. Like you have an idea and you think, well, how do I want to ma- manifest this in a medium? Like, do I want to make this a painting? Do I want to mm. make this a sculpture? Mm. It's the same thing. Like you look at a narrative, you look at a script and you know, maybe like not all directors think this, or not all like studios think this, but you know there has to be a question. Maybe sometimes, like, how do I want to manifest this? Yeah, do see, I want to make it live action? Do I want to make it animation? Like, yeah, and I think, but then again, like, there's sometimes where like it's specifically written to be a certain kind. And I think people never ask that question in modern film. And I think it's a big limitation that we're imposing on our stories. I think animation is not being explored to the to the depths that it could be because people don't consider it a serious choice for for serious narratives they just default to live action whereas we might be able to explore like really different types of more intricate more uh more abstract types of narratives through animation yeah maybe this will be a helpful and i hope this pushes us towards towards um adult films being considering animation for their to execute their narratives um i and even 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 if it's children oriented, that's not really to distinguish her to me. It's just like it shouldn't just be like these two two animation studios that make films. So like in Japan, uh, 
some of the biggest movies of the year animated and they're a lot of times aimed at adults and their comics book their comic books can be aimed at adults their animes can be aimed at adults right they, they we don't have this um limitation that we impose on that we impose on uh, animation here in america not that japan is the pinnacle of um like non societal uh, impositions but in this instance they i feel like uh explore this medium in ways that we do not hear yeah i agree okay there you go sam wow that was very astute deep right <clears throat> yeah totally yeah. what do you think about that well i guess we were right i like what i said about how people don't consider mediums when they think about film yeah, yeah. I think I think it's I think it's really good. And two years later, I don't really think that this has changed much. Wow, it's like nobody listened to us. <laughs> no, they, they nobody listened just... to this really obscure podcast that we did about like a really obscure movie. Yeah, they should have just listened to the hour in hour into our Anomalisa coverage. That that was the key, and maybe then the uh, film industry would be fixed. No, but um, yeah, I, I thought that was great, and um, probably I think the best out of our. The best attempt we've ever gotten into getting into this, like people not taking animation as a medium as like a choice seriously in in our 500 podcast. So there you go. That's our first clip. Not all of these are going to be that serious, but um, I thought that was a good way to start us off here. Um, but Sam, uh, this this next clip for for the Sam segment is uh, probably maybe my favorite moments oh, in God. the history of overly animated. Really? That's a yeah. lot. That's like a real big pressure thing right now for me. I mean, it's already been chosen. I don't think you have to do great. anything right now. It's already, it already happens, you know. <laughs> but it, it was it was great. I did, this was when I when we came up with the idea for a clip show. Um, this was the first clip I thought of, and um, this is for me and you talking about the season four Steven Universe shorts oh, um, from October sixth, twenty sixteen. Podcast uh, two fifty nine. Um, so when discussing a Steven Universe short where Steven records a reaction video to Crying Breakfast Friends, we improv what the hypothetical overly animated coverage of Crying, Be- Crying Breakfast Friends what m- might look like. Wow, so, spoiler. Yeah, I mean, it's you have to, you have, to have the setup to understand what we're doing because we're, we're getting right into it. So here you go. All right, Sam, you ready? Yeah. Uh, okay. Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast. I'm Dylan and this is Sam. And today we're going to be talking about the latest episode of uh, Crying Breakfast Trends, uh, Party Crashers. Uh, Sam, what did you think of Party Crashers? Well, I I thought it was all right. Um, I don't know. There could have been less crying, but... mm. Less crying? Have you even seen the show, Sam? This is I I, I have, yeah, but it's just... It's every week. It's crying. I know. know. It just gets to be too much sometimes. (laughs) Too much crying. That's a hot take from Sam here. (laughs) You know, uh, I think this was too simplistic of a plot. And I know you guys get mad at me when I take the the narrative of Crying Breakfast Friends too seriously. But I feel like we went too quickly from this party, uh, this party setup with great character building from our, our heroes into the introduction of lunch. And what a big moment for the series. And yet uh, and, and, and yet it happens instantaneously after yeah, this mean- big character moment. I really feel like we need this episode suffered from uh pacing issues yeah i agree yeah uh three out of ten what do do you say (laughs) sam uh Uh, scale of ten uh yeah i agree three three out of ten wow great agreement from uh on our crying breakfast friends podcast yeah so lunch confirmed sam what do we think is gonna happen next Hmm. dinner 
Maybe, maybe we'll find dinner or like a midnight snack. Will this brunch combination last? I don't know. This is so stupid. Okay. See, it's our, we'll it's our, did, did breakfast for dinner. Breakfast for, oh, wow. What a theory. Breakfast for, that changes everything. That, that's my new theory. I think dinner's going to come in. And they're going to be like, oh, we're dinner. And they're going to be like suave and like, you know, all sexy and stuff. And they're going to be like, oh, crying breakfast, friends. Oh, we're dinner. I'm uh, corn on the cob or something. Wow. Let us know your comments about uh, Sam's breakfast for dinner theory. Okay. See you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. And see you. Okay. 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 Dylan just sprang that on me. Okay, there you go. Sam. Did you actually our... spring that on me? Or did we talk about it before? No, we didn't. We I, I just thought of that when we were recording that podcast. Yeah, uh, the, yeah that's our that's our improv. The one time, oh, one time God. we've done improv on, on overly animated. I'm surprised. I'm surprised I haven't tried that again. Us oh, talking about podcast <laughs> fictional show. Like, there's a lot of fictional shows within the shows we cover. So we could we could definitely do that. Um, but yeah, that that I, I love that one. It just makes me feel like I just talk the same way all the time about everything, no matter what it is. I mean, we were parodying ourselves. So I know. I think that makes still. sense, but yeah. <laughs> so there you go. That's the that's the Sam and I improving on Steven Universe. Okay, Sam. So, um, the five hundred podcast. Thank you. Thanks for joining us here. No problem, Bob. Okay, now we're joined by Delaney Stovall. Hello, Delaney. Hey y'all! Uh, the 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 classic Delaney greeting, yeah. Uh, Delaney, another original, overly animated co-host and uh, former from the Spirit World co-host. Delaney, you've probably you've almost certainly been well. You've definitely been on the most podcasts um, as a co-host, potentially as much as like half of you half of these five hundred. What do you think about that? I mean, I like. I know I've definitely like <laughs> since you started to cover more. I've like stepped back. Yeah. It was, I don't watch for a while. It was way over half. Now it's 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 cooled yeah. off a little. But now uh, it's more like this is more manageable, right? Yeah. So it's more of a tree. We, we have we have help now. Yeah. So yeah. But we're we're talking mostly stuff from the non-help era. So we'll go. We're going to get into some old stuff here. But um, yeah. What do you think about uh, five hundred Delaney five hundredth podcast? I'm honestly like I'm shocked. Like I just remember like I mean being on from the spirit world and like there like it was like the hundredth podcast and like all this stuff. And like, and we we're like on Cora, and you know, I was I was on two seasons of, uh, well, three three and a half seasons of Cora. It's just so funny. Like, you know, we used to podcasts used to be you know hour and a half, two hours. We had three hour podcasts. We had six hours of Cora finale coverage. Yeah. And then now to be on Overly Animated, and you know, I I rem- it was not that long ago that we had just reached a hundred podcasts on Overly Animated, and now we're at five hundred. Like. You know, we were talking about it, and I was like, "What? What do you mean we're already at 500? We had we just recorded the 250th one like a while ago. Like I remember recording that one. Yeah, it's 500 in like two and uh, four months is kind of nonsense. So I mean, it's crazy. Which I mean, it's great. I mean, we cover so much now, and that's really you know that was always like your goal, mm-hmm. and it's always nice to talk about like a bunch of different shows. Yeah, this is definitely the original intent was to uh, shorter podcasts, more frequent on uh, rather than from the spare world where we have just weekly longer ones. Uh, I definitely did not expect to do this many, though, this fast. We've had so many. Like, I'm shocked. I mean, yeah, I mean, I I mean, I like I mean, I've just been podcasting for five years. Like I started when I was 16. I just turned 21 in July. And and I'm like, we've done so many podcasts and like. I've, you know, I joined from the spirit world, but I have been a part of Overly Animated from the beginning. 
And to already be at this point, it's like, oh my God, like the child, the baby that has grown up so fast, like, yeah, taken off, taken off a little bit. Yeah, no, it's incredible. And like, you know, we have so many more hosts and there's just so many different things going on. Like used to, I mean, I had my, you know, I had my hands and everything. Yeah. Because I, like, I'm very much your like right hand man. And it's just like, now I'm like, I don't know what's going on half the time, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's nice. Yeah. I think we both agree that it's mostly a good thing that we're not, we're not just us two. (laughs) Yeah. I don't need to be in everything. Like, but let's, but let's preserve the Dylan and Delaney covered everything era. I have three, three instances (laughs) of us doing just the, just everything. So this is, this is what I wanted to get into in a Delaney segment. So, um, it's like, yeah, we just covered uh, a million things and everything. um, I would have three separate instances here so uh, let's start things off i was trying to think of like what what's our what was our like most prominent opinion between the two of us that we've ever had and i think for the most part we're very like steady and there aren't like obvious highlights um but uh this was my choice for the big like the the thing we're most known for expressing on the podcast which is um back in volume three of ruby uh, how how did i know (laughs) oh i know what it is the second to last episode yeah the uh adam from the show Uh Uh, and I don't know if you, uh, we're recording this, uh, the, the week, the second episode of the most recent Ruby blind. I don't know if you even watched that episode, but, uh, I haven't, okay. I, haven't. Do, I knew, I know from things you've said on the discord that I've seen, <laughs> I'm going to be mad about it. Yeah. So it's, I chose this clip well before, uh, anything recently happened on Ruby, but, um, yeah, Delaney and I, uh, see a lot of times we get critical, uh, overly animated, um, usually no so more so with Ruby, um, and we've had our fair share of rants, but uh, many from like socially progressive stance, I think this is our most prominent uh, rant was our vitriol towards the scene of Adam crippling Blake at the end of season three of Ruby. This is from February 7th, 2016, podcast 111. So Jesus. Uh, uh, let's take a listen to this. Contrastly, everything that happened with Adam this episode is um, horrible, awful, sexist, and I hate it. So it was just exactly. So like what it, what it was everything I didn't want and it all happened. It, it's just so obviously awful. How do Miles and Carrie like write that scene and think, oh, like we'll introduce some dumb, stupidly overpowered male character who's going to pseudo uh, trigger warnings here for rape and sexual assault. He's yeah. going to pseudo rape our, our strong male, strong female leads. Like it's just so dumb. Why would they do that? This is the worst. It makes no internal logic sense. Everything with auras is thrown out the window, which is what you referenced earlier. And like the, I've seen fans upset about that who don't have the same sense of, um, <laughs> same sense of moral compass that we do. And it's like it's it's just it's so awful. Why that scene is the worst. Um, and it's like I don't I, I wasn't surprised that they did that. Yeah, that's the sad thing. It it, it made sense. I, I you always knew they were going to do something with Adam. But it's like oh, I didn't think they'd just make Adam just be able to destroy our leads for no reason. That's, Why do we have auras? Just, I don't I get just, it. Oh. it. None of it makes like. That's a, that is my biggest problem with this episode is that this episode is honestly the culmination of kind of everything that's wrong with the show. The culmination of everything that is wrong with the show, Delaney. Yeah, and uh, it keeps going. It was it was that I just picked a minute out of it, but that. Yeah. Oh no, I remember. Yeah. We just we just yelled like this whole like we made you just like rip this episode to shreds, and we were just so mad. Yeah. And I will never. I have never like I that to me that episode is like the darkest stain on Ruby. Yeah, I when it basically happened again this week on Ruby, and um, I oh great, I can't <laughs> wait. Awesome. I, and in reference to the volume three, I called it the worst uh, thing that's happened on any show we've covered. 
Um, so and yeah. I, that's, I think that's clearly true. So, um, you know, 100 yeah. percent. Like, I think about that. And it just makes me so mad. Yeah. And by the way, we like Ruby. <laughs> we do like Ruby. Yeah. Okay. Also, more context. Blake is my favorite character. Yeah. And like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, why? So, um, yeah, we were we were not happy. But that was uh, so Delaney and I, uh, volumes three and four covered all of Ruby. We also covered um, just just us uh, season two of Rick and Morty back in the day. Um, okay i was like okay yeah yeah uh this is very early on we're t- this that was like back that was back in the day yeah like. august 31st 2015 um oh, this is from the ricks must be crazy podcast number 30 okay. 38 um <laughs> so yeah we've, we've covered we're going a, far back we've covered a lot of uh a lot, a lot of shows, just the two of us. Uh, but back in 2015, we talked about all of season two of Rick and Morty. One line in particular from the Ricks Must Be Crazy intrigued us. So let's take a listen to this. Let's let's talk about 11-9-11. Is this 11 terrorist events on 9-11 different years? Or is this just things that are colloquially referred to as 9-11s? That's, I mean, it has to be either way. I don't know. <laughs> and, and I'm assuming it's the spiders, like the spiders are doing these things. So... I mean, that's a good point. Are the spiders the terrorists? And uh... yeah, do we have like a war on terror? But it's a war on telepathic spiders. That's a good point. We're thinking about this throw line, throwaway line way too much. But I feel like these questions I mean... must be asked. <laughs> okay, so that, that was my that was my pick from the uh, from our Rick and Morty coverage. Um, still, still your like favorite Rick and Morty episode, right? So that's very relevant here. Right, yeah, no, I'm trying, I'm trying to remember what the heck is 11, like, I don't even remember it was, that. It was just a very fast line of that episode, yeah. Like, I, like, kind of remember that, and I'm like, what? I'm not shocked. We, 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 I, I mean, me in particular, I like to get fixated on the details. It's like when we covered, gra- when we covered Gravity Falls, and it was like, Dylan, why don't you notice Mabel's sweater every episode? <laughs> Oh yeah, we could have. Yeah, we could have taken Gravity Falls clips. Oh, there's a lot of stuff we could have taken from. I didn't. I didn't end up picking any Gravity Falls, but oh man, yeah, just. I mean, literally, you could have. You could. There could, this. There could be like a whole thirty minute segment of just me being like, Dylan, this is the importance of this sweater, and like. <laughs> That's good. Literally yeah. Literally, every podcast you don't notice. Yeah, we should have done the Mabel sweater montage. I don't know if I would. I would have put the time into that, but that is a that good. That would have taken so out. long. Yeah um yeah that's good yeah (laughs) forgot we covered gravity falls a lot i often forget that that was forever more than any other show i probably forget that but that that did happen um let's let's stay very far back um and uh, one other thing you're probably not expecting me to bring up here is um our coverage of over the garden wall uh okay yeah, yeah way back in the day yeah someone suggested that they really liked our over the garden wall coverage um so this is from our podcast on the finale um from august 28th 2015 so right around that time the 37th podcast um one of the best shows we've covered was over the garden wall and address oh yeah um there's not a this this clip's kind of hard to understand because i haven't watched over the garden wall in a while but i think it's good analysis so uh we can play this um in our discussion in the finale we get into an interesting character sarah so let's listen to this one I thought it was very interesting that we don't know what Sarah looks like. Sarah is in the Bubblebee costume, and then she's dressed up in, as a, in, a, in her Halloween costume, and we never see Sarah. We, yeah. don't, see, we don't see, like, Sarah fully, which is very interesting. Like, that, for me, that is the most interesting part of this whole, um, like, outside. Like, that it's, I say outside. I guess technically the unknown would be the outside, but you know what I mean? Like, this whole part that's separate from the unknown. I, I agree with that. It was very interesting that Sarah was... Um was not we never saw her face it makes sense with the what the show presents in episode nine but also just is kind of symbolically something i didn't connect it necessarily to beatrice which is a really good call on your part um we do learn to figure out what beatrice looks like though 
Yes. Um, but not Sarah. Interesting. Um, but I really, I really like not seeing Sarah just on a level of it's not necessarily about getting like, like we're getting the pretty girl at the end, right? It's like yeah. we don't even know what she looks like. She's kind of just a figure almost. Yeah. Shout out, flashback to Over the Garden. I definitely need to rewatch that show. Um, no, me too. I, I got actually like, um, so one of my best friends, uh, Maddie, I got her to watch Over the Garden Wall. Like, so I was in her dorm room and she has like a bunch of pictures. And I was like, oh, if you watch Over the Garden Wall. And she was like, no, I just liked it. And I was like, you fake, you poser. And then, I, and then I convinced her to watch it because I knew it was something she would like. And then she loves it. Like, she's like, she adores it. And then I also, my girlfriend, Tanya, like, this summer didn't have anything to do with it. So I made her watch all of the shows, basically, that we cover. And she really enjoyed Over the Garden Wall. So, like, I really want to rewatch it because now I've had, like, I now I have more people around me who've watched it. And, like, it's just a great show. And now it's Halloween. Like, what's better yeah. than watching Over the Garden Wall around Halloween? Yeah, I think this podcast is coming out a few weeks after Halloween. But um, before we're recording this, yeah, this would be a great time to uh, uh, like, get, it's perfectly watch, spooky. Yeah, get your Stranger Things season two and your Over the Garden Wall. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. Over the, watch every, it, everyone right? loves Over the Garden By the way, Delaney, here's it's a so good. bonus clip from that same podcast. Um, I, Andy found this one. I think this oh uh, in, encapsulates our dynamic on the podcast. It's really funny that I was like, why are there so many birds? Like, geez. And then at the end, it's like the Weasleys. Why are there so many birds? No, yeah, there's so many. Wow. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, <laughs> For context, we're very good friends. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love I love that at the end of the context. Okay, no, but that it does okay, so I made a Harry Potter reference and then like you immediately made fun of how I said birds. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh my god, this is the perfect encapsulation. That is the perfect clip. Like that just sums Dylan and like that just sums our relationship up. Like that's it. Yeah, I think, like I think, Harry Potter and making fun of how I talk. Yeah, you kept you kept going on that Weasley thing. I think I cut that out because it was of like, course we, I did. like, what are we even talking about? But yeah, I don't even. <laughs> I so I remember. I do remember there were just being a lot of birds. Like I remember that. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I actually do remember that too. Okay. I think that's with all the pumpkins. And like I'm just like, why are there so many birds? Yeah, yeah. Mo- okay. Montage of uh, Delaney's pronunciations. That's another good one too. Maybe yeah, that was also like every time I say like a hard eye, and then you make me mad. You like you you keep irritating me, so it gets worse. Yeah, this is the type of thing that's lost with uh, so many people. But um, you yes. know, it's okay. So, uh, tra- trade-offs, I think. For well, that was like, that was like, what was like, you know, when we cover it. Well, that was the thing. It's been different now. Cause like, you know, we literally like cover like Miraculous Ladybug Voltron. Like it would just mean you. Yeah. And like, we would just cover all these shows. And like, so we'd have really good analysis and then we'd also just be us roasting each other the entire podcast. Yeah. Like, it'd be like whatever dumb thing like had happened previously and like just being rude. To- and then, and then sometimes my favorite activity was like, and I still do this because it irritates Dylan. Is like I'll make my greeting completely out of context. Yes, it but does. but only Dylan understands it, and it's the best. Yes, like very irritating from a hosting perspective. <laughs> it's so great. Oh, it's so I have to be, I have to be like no one is because the audience is gonna be like, what am I missing? So I have to be like, it's no so one good. understands this. Okay, it's so good. Yeah, that's it's my that, favorite thing to do. That still definitely happens. Yeah. Oh, I do it all the time because it's so funny. Yeah, I think yeah, maybe in this. It's usually just like see if Dylan will break. Yeah. That's <laughs> which it happens sometimes. Like there was one I did. You're like, oh my god! Like it's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's true. We gotta get the best of intros. That'd be a good one too. But yes. okay, so that, Lainey, that's it. Five hundred. Um, thank thank you Jeez. for all of your service on the podcast. And <laughs> <Your> service. <laughs> here's to uh, whatever X more. I'm not gonna say five hundred. Yeah. 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 Oh god. Okay, let's bring in uh, Justin and Michelle now to the uh, 500th podcast celebration. Uh, Justin Cummings, Michelle Ander. Hi, Justin. Hi, Michelle. Hey. Hi. 
Yes, uh, here together as they as they were intertwined for much cool. of this podcast history. <laughs> intertwined, intertwined, yeah. But um, so we're going to be going over our favorite uh, Michelle clips, our favorite Justin and Michelle clips, and then our favorite Justin clips. So Justin, uh, well, first, like uh, we can we can ask you both. Um, Five hundred podcasts. Uh, what do you guys think of that? It's pure insanity. It's been what a little over <laughs> two years. Yeah, two two yeah. years and a few months. Five hundred podcasts. Oh, uh, how did how did we do it, Michelle? Uh, lots of persistence and an enormous output of content, like daily and weekly. So good, good job, us. This yeah. was a team effort it for was sure. Team effort. Good job, Stupid us. summer of Steven is how this happened. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that that is the <laughs> the highest output live. per day. Yeah, definitely. Um, there we have uh, some summer Steven clips here coming up. So good, good segue. But um, one might argue that the output was not worth it. But we're still going. Okay, <laughs> we're still going. <laughs> trying. We're, to make, we're committed to this. We're try, we're, yeah, we're we're pot committed. We're trying to make it happen. So let's let's start with some of our. Justin and Michelle came into the podcast at a similar time, and um, we're going to get to their dynamic. But first, let's get into some Just Michelle clips, although these are general. I, I, oh, I got to warn you, both of these clips happen to focus on me. Um, what? Why? <laughs> look, Why did you make this about you, Dylan? Look, Michelle, you suggested one of these, so it's not my fault. This okay. One of these was your that suggestion, was and fun. the other one was something that needed to happen. So let, let's, uh, let's start off here with... Um, August 9th, uh, 2016, uh, podcast 229 from the Back to the Moon discussion with you, me, and Sam, Michelle. Um, so, uh, sometimes, Michelle, I get it attached to crazy theories. Yes. Oh, I, yes. And no theory was more prominent on this podcast than Lion equals Pink Diamond. Well, I have found no. the origin story of it this theory. It made more sense back then though look i have found the origin story of this theory on the podcast you're defending you were you were involved when we were coming up with the clips on facebook so you know it's coming we're yeah. i found the origin story of this uh theory on the podcast and uh you might be surprised who's arguing for and against it so let's let's uh take a listen to this i mean i i have a friend um shout out to wiki geek and she suggested that um the hair looks kind of like lion's mane and that maybe you know crack theory maybe lion is pink diamond in a different form you know because if we kids can if we go back to rose's scabbard like that whole conversation is like rose kept secrets from everyone oh like lion's pink he must have something to do with rose like what if that's it like what if that's literally it the hair was the most notable thing to me yeah the reason that which uh, means pink diamond would have been in on it and been like okay well i can't like exist as a diamond let's just pretend i'm dead and then like i'll help steven out kind of deal this is this is appealing. i think that's plausible this is yeah. appealing if you're a uh, pink diamond is not shattered truther uh which is not what you're called michelle <laughs> Why is truther? And, uh, what, the, yeah, what is that what the heck it's canon uh shattered but if you're if you want to say that pink diamond is not shattered then you have to th- and like i said uh the crystal gems are definitely under the impression that rose shattered her mm-hmm, so I it has agree. to be her keeping her se- it a secret from them and what's the other thing that Pro Rose kept a secret from them. It's lions. So if you correlate yeah. those two things, then that makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. exactly. It's a lot of sense. So, but that being said, like, how is Pink Diamond lion? Is this her corrupted form? I don't think. I don't think so. Is she? Is she like sentient? Like within lion? Is she just trapped in this form? Is she like? Why does she care about? Trapped. Why does she care about Stephen? If uh, that's the case, she she was bros with Rose Quartz. 
You think this is all an act? You think Pink Diamond yes. is in on it? I, I like it. Yeah, yeah you like it, Sam? Sell. Sell. I like. Sell. I like the idea sell. that it's all an act. Yes. Okay. Sell. I'm selling. I. I that's that's I'm so. Buying up. I'm that's buying so all crazy. Stuff. Come on, I'm that's serious. so crazy. But it's good. Yeah, it I like it. Sense. It makes sense within the information we've been given. And that's Why does Pink Diamond that's need to be lying for like five thousand years? Like she's diamond. She's like super powerful. She could probably maintain that form. She's huge. If you're Pink Diamond, why are you gonna choose to be lying for five thousand years? I mean, she doesn't want to be like a ruler anymore, but she can't just like decide not to. That would be like way more of a problem to deal with. But being a martyr, you know. So is Pink Diamond the cool easier. aunt or something? Is that what it is? Like, cool lion. She's cool, cool lion aunt. aunt. For <laughs> Michelle, I was selling it, and you were buying it. Yeah. What do you have to say for yourself here? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I mean, it, it did make a lot of sense, and there were so, we uh, so much has been. Built since then, and that's the thing. It's gotten less and less likely since that point onwards. But you've like stuck to your guns, which at this point seems inexcusable to inexcusable. me. Inexcusable. Wow. Well, this it was took, this... it took a whole podcast to convince you, though. Like Sam was right on board. With I was this, selling. You and Sam were buying. This was a rare yeah. insight into before the Dylan character got obsessed with this oh, theory. Man. Yeah, this was the rare. Yeah, this is the dawn of it all. Uh, I I didn't I like I remembered that you originally brought it up. I didn't remember that I was didn't like it at first, and you liked it. That's so good. It's oh so much God. anger over this revelation, actually. <laughs> I know. Because Michelle, the last year of my life has been fighting against Dylan on this point. Justin, I'm it's so not. It's sorry. Michelle's fault. Yeah, it's. it's you not. created my. Gri- I know it's I coming up later, and I have no remorse for the it. things I have said now. Oh, um, oh. <laughs> After what I you created, the monster you spawned. No. I have no Yep. I didn't know Dylan was going to be such like one of those people that when he gets <laughs> his head in something, you cannot pull it out no matter how hard you try. I had yep. to learn that the hard way along with you, Justin. Yep. And, and and if you're listening back 500 podcasts in the future, you're laughing about how this theory is true. And um, oh, <laughs> not a chance, man. Yep. That's that's what's happening. OK, so. That's that might be the that's one of the best clips we've had. Oh my god, I can't believe it. Okay, wow. uh, here's a, here's another Steven Universe one um, with uh, Michelle's me, Delaney, and you. Uh, it's for the new Lars discussion um, podcast. Oh, you love that one so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, you suggested this. July twenty first, twenty sixteen, podcast two eleven. Um, during summer of Steven, we talked about this episode. I'm way too excited about. You are the, the most excited the, I have ever seen you. These are two. These are two pinnacle D- Dylan so podcasts. Guest character origin stories, yeah, about the latest Lars Bordy episode, and Michelle is loving it. So let's uh, take a listen to this. So, yeah, I really like this episode. Okay. What do you think of it, Dylan? Okay. I think that this is one of the best episodes of Steven Universe ever, like top five. Like, this is, this was so good. Holy crap. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Okay, so. This is just perfect. Like every single thing about this episode is perfect. Um, I just it's it's incredibly subtle, like absurdly good characterization for Lars, absurdly good characterization for Steven, Sadie. Um, I mean, this is an episode where like we have a thing where like we we get like this uh <laughs> this like thing where Sadie thinks that Lars is just trying to have sex with her and like Steven is like kind of understanding what's going on and then like we address it at the end and it's just oh my goodness like what did what just so happened good. this was like actually perfect television 
Uh, this is the best use of the body swap trope I've seen ever. This is like one of the most common tropes. We'll talk about the ramifications this has for Steven's pa- powers, but I honestly yeah. just think this is like, yeah. <laughs> th- that's like not even the lead. It's like, <laughs> not even the lead. I don't even know what to say. Like, th- this is a perfect character episode. Like, I don't even, this honestly is the closest I've seen to a 10 out of 10 television episode in a long time. I, I it's so perfect for what it is like I just I don't know if I'm just really hype right now for some other reason but this just this seems very out of character and be loving the new yeah it does. okay so there you go uh <laughs> love love I still maintain that that's uh top top 15 episode of Steven Universe it's just it was such a surprise because me and Delaney were like hey like what'd you think oh I thought it was pretty okay what'd you think it's great and then you came on and usually like you're either like chill or like kind of tired because you've been doing a lot of podcasting but you were like hey guys like what's going on we're like what yeah what is this and you were just like so into it I think you made me and Delaney like it a lot more because your energy was just like so up there for this episode that's good yeah I was saving saving the reveal yeah (laughs) Uh, I, I listened back to this podcast and genuinely felt replaced and hurt. No, your optimism. No. I felt like you were stomping on who I was, and I genuinely felt robbed of that, Dylan. Yeah, I can't encroach on the Justin character that much, so I had to revert back after. Of course, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> the just—it's it's, it's, it was out of character. Yeah, I was—I glitched into Justin for a second, I think. But I, I've glitched into you as well a couple of times. But yeah, that was yeah. not. That's what happens. The glitching has happened. That's what happens sides. in five hundred podcasts. But okay, so let, yeah, ju- just let, too much, Dylan. Let's let's talk about Justin and Michelle, the uh, one of our most prominent dynamics on the previous these these five hundred podcasts, and um, they've talked about many. Uh, Steven Universe feedback and many uh, Samurai Jack and uh, they've gotten into a lot of stuff. Those are the things we're going to get into specifically here. So um, yeah, well, well uh, Justin, what do you think of uh, of the the uh, <laughs> the Justin Michelle history on Overly Animated? Is the OVA originals on here? Like when oh, I first man. coined the term, the oh, OVA yeah. originals. Fat chance yeah, I'm pulling that, that clip. I, I, <laughs> oh, that would have been if Justin got a pick. Though. Yeah, if I Justin was running this, that would have been the first one he took out. Yeah, OVA originals. I didn't even, I didn't even remember that that was a thing. So I have no clue. Uh, Dylan, I worked so hard to oh, make that a thing. Like, yeah, every episode. So many times. Every episode I bring it up. <laughs> but no, like, okay, I'm going to get really sappy. Uh, okay. I've been listening to like from the spirit world and overly animated since like middle school and so when i actually got to come on and start blogging it was when michelle came on that like i actually we got to do the round tables mm-hmm. like michelle you made my dream of podcasting come true Aww. like i didn't i did one show with dylan it was when you came on like this whole thing really started snowballing so just thank you so much for letting Aww. me look up the dream and just you're you're the best no problem. It's been really fun to podcast with you. I didn't think about our dynamic for a bit until we had like more content of us. But then people started actually being like, oh, I really like Justin and Michelle. They're a fun pair. And I was like, oh, I think we're a fun pair. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. we are a fun pair. But yeah, you guys were the original co-host expansion that happened recently. <laughs> the original co-host yeah. expansion. It's uh, it's the, the uh, I was like, uh, I'm not putting randos on, and then <laughs> then I got you two, and then it's like, <laughs> sure, let's see, and they were great. So uh, let's let's get into. I, I know you didn't grab this episode, but 
Michelle, we have covered Ponyo. We have yeah, covered we did some total drama. Like we have oh, covered total drama was fun, man. That's honestly one of the funnest some times I had podcast, with you. And like I yeah. think those are some of my favorite times. Like remember we did Girl Who Leapt Through Time. Yeah, like, that was a good one. We did some really really great episodes. Yeah, I uh, did not pull total drama clips, but that did happen several times. Oh, that's too bad. I would have loved talking about Chef Hatchet for like half an hour. <laughs> yeah, half hour. You did. Yeah, that's he was so good. Okay, but here's what I've got for the for the first Justin Michelle clip. This is a highly requested clip here. Um, it's the two of you uh, from the listener feedback for Buddy's book. Um, <laughs> oh my yes! god, this, this uh, is the infamous yes! podcast. Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh my god. August nineteenth, twenty sixteen, <laughs> podcast two thirty six. Justin and Michelle took your questions on a lot of Steven Universe feedback shows, including a theory that Justin seemed to really like. So, oh, you were selling it. Oh, let's man. listen. My <laughs> first ever hosting by the way this was your first hosting podcast this i think either that adds some context to this but let's let's take a listen okay i think it's time for my favorite question okay let's hear it all right so what if rose turned her human lovers into lions to keep them all alive forever <laughs> who came up with that anonymous and i love that? you anonymous if you're what listening i want you to message me so we can talk about how great this is this is so crazy I love it because Rose would do that. Lucy would, she would not. She would not turn humans, let alone like lovers, into lions. Yes! They get old, they would die. She's like, boom, magical lion, join the also, army. Come be with my pride. You, th- you think she did it to stop them from dying? Yes. Okay, so <laughs> how's that theory worked out? That's... For the record, I was so right about the stop them from dying part. Yeah, I was wrong true. about the lovers, oh, probably, but... Yeah. <laughs> you were halfway there. We can give you that. I think Furthermore, I... this person messaged me again and oh, said, still anonymous, and they said, I am I am glad that my legacy will forever be the Rose's <laughs> Lion Lover Theory. Yeah. Yes! I still will. have no clue who it was, but they will live on forever. You were, like, so in it to win it, though. Like, I was just, like, I could not. Of course you kept that for last, looking back. Because it's, like, so crazy. It had to be the last thing we ended with. But I was just so blown away. And the fact that you, like, kept staying on. Like, no, no, this is the proof. This is why it makes sense. I was just dying. It was so amazing and so bad at the same time. That that quote right there, that was the first, that was the first time it was just us on a podcast. And I think that solidified the dynamic forever. Yeah, I think so. Like, honestly. <laughs> well, that that started the nonsense and it only escalated from there because uh, I have a, a, a legendary uh, podcast to share next. Um, and I got to give a not safe for work warning uh, oh. quickly. Before this. <gasps> I know what it is. Yeah. I know. So just uh, be warned. Uh, this is uh, the I, I generally tried to take stuff not from this calendar year. I was focusing more on the older stuff, but uh, this had to make it in April 13th, 2017. Jeez. Justin Michelle covering um, whatever XCVII from Samurai Jack is podcast uh, 357. Um, during their recap of an episode of the new season of Samurai Jack, Justin and Michelle say a particular word way too often. And p- our patron Hugh compiled a montage of it so um thank you too for making this montage let's take a listen to the montage penis 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 yeah penis Penis. because you can't say penis 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 talking penis yes talking penis hashtag talking penis penis 
Hashtag penis. 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 That man's head looked like a penis. 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 The penis podcast. Penis. People would be intrigued by the title and then be severely disappointed. Penis. Penis. I think if we were to not say penis, it'd be weird. Penis. Penis. Oh, uh, well, no. Penis. 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 Fans, if you're listening, can we get an official penis count for this podcast? Penises. Penis. Oh my... You're just, like, giving them more things to count. Why would you do that? Because I want to keep our fans mentally sharp. Penis. If you say it one more time, penis. I'm assuming dick is allowed to be said. Penis. Penises. Wow. It's shocking how long that is. What, how many? What was the count? What was the it's official like count? It's like 47, 48. Oh, we were so close. We almost hit 50. Yeah. We over 150 for that. That was... I Dylan, I didn't think you'd pull it. I didn't think you'd use it, but that is one of the most iconic. <laughs> it's like the lion lover theory, then the penis oh, episode. Like, yeah, yeah, it had to be. It had to be included, and it was already edited for me, so it's, it got right in it here. Was perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Michelle is the reaction master. I think. I think that's what we're determining here. Ha- what Justin was so like he said it so seriously though. That was what killed it, and like. Oh man, that was Samurai Jack was really fun too. Though, like a lot of stuff happened that we were expecting. A lot of things happened that we got really angry about. So we had a lot of feelings the whole time. So it was a good time. And that was the first time, Dylan, you gave me basically my own show. Yeah, an and actual gave me show. The reins. Yeah, and like that was my baby. Show. And like Michelle, thank you for doing that with me. Like that was our show. It was so fun. And that was yeah, that was that continued the dynamic and also it kind of let us. It was nice to cut loose for a little while with the TV fourteen rating and just really, yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, you guys, yeah, yeah, you definitely took advantage of it in that clip, so that, that's for sure. Okay, let's let's take uh, so that let's get into just some Justin clips now to close things out. Oh um, boy, Justin, yeah, Justin, yeah, our mo- most frequent host besides Dylan, uh, big place in overly animated history. I have two clips of just us, Justin, me and you, and um, oh. Yeah, not there's not that many. I didn't take survivor clips, but that would that would be what I would want to take. But I don't think anyone wants to hear that. But um, we have uh, two Steven Universe clips. Uh, this first one is uh, from no, April eighth. It's not what I think it is. Is it from April eighth, twenty sixteen? From How Steven Works, the round no! table. Yay! Okay, I've heard about this, but never listened to it. So I'm the legendary by How Steven Works. I guess yeah. Justin and I get really in depth into the mechanics behind Steven's conception in this. I'm crying by the end. My head hurts and so bad. There was a lot. Yeah, Andy was going through this. There's a lot of clips you could take from this. You could listen to the whole thing. I just chose this one minute clip. So let's 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 listen to this. I don't think the show would ever like explicitly talk about this. So it just doesn't make any sense how the a gem would be able to have sex with a human and then have a child. Oh right? man. Um, but I guess it kind of makes shape shifting. It makes perfect able to just yeah. shift like the requisite parts um like i think that that's not doing credit enough to the wonders of childbirth <laughs> like it's it's more there's i think there's more moving parts than that uh but i guess you could say just shape-shifting like that's how it's that's gonna happen we have sentient space rocks i think we can kind of just go with it on sentient this one. space rocks like don't can't just like cross uh <laughs> crossbreed with humans though um We've never tried. Well, there's not. Oh, also, God. You know, that's hurdle number one. Hurdle number two would be there's no such thing as sentient space rocks. I'm sorry. We've never tried to find them. <laughs> I'm sorry to break it to you. I think we are trying to find them. I think that's what NASA is doing, right? They're just Steven Universe fans, and then they're sending out, like, think. Okay. Anyway. 
Okay. Wow. <laughs> that was, that yeah, was that's not even, that's not even the whole thing. Yeah, so <laughs> it keeps going. That's not when I literally just have a breakdown on the podcast crying. What happened? I just get so confused because Dylan is refuting all of my points and it's just oh, no. me desperately clinging to straws of some semblance <laughs> of humanity. Yeah, there's there's one point Andy found too wow. when Justin just like broken and he just like doesn't understand what to say. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Listen to that whole podcast. <laughs> okay. It's a great, it's a great podcast for everyone except Justin. Like, if you're <laughs> well, listening, at the, at it's great. Time. If you're Dylan, it's great. Yeah. If you're me, it's horrendous. <laughs> if you're a uh, gem um, uh, historian, I don't know, trying to figure that out, then uh, I don't know. Maybe we helped, but I don't think we cracked the code. Uh, we'll, we'll keep trying. We need a follow-up, too. <laughs> to that topic anyway you mean shattered the code uh shattered the code i guess so so um let's let's close things out with something more serious here um justin another steven universe discussion this is the listener feedback i guess i stepped in on this one for um super watermelon island and gem drill uh may 14th 2016 podcast 162 um justin i get into whether steven universe is not like serious serious but like analysis series just i get into whether steven universe self-imposed rule of seeing things from steven's perspective is limiting the show do you think this is hurting the show, having to so strictly uh, stay to this um, Steven narrative requirement? At one point I did, because I thought it would be so cool to kind of break from it. But honestly, I think it's pushing them narratively. Like, they're having to come up with creative solutions to this. And I think I'd rather see these creative ideas as opposed to they break that rule one time. Because once they break that rule, it doesn't have to be from Steven's perspective they can go to the complete other extreme of, like, Adventure Time, where we might get ten episodes in a row and never see our main character. And I don't want that to happen. So I think I'd prefer them keep the rule, but find creative ways to kind of exploit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great that's a great contrast to bring up Adventure Time. I do, I do think that there's, like, good and bad. I think we're seeing the bad in, in this episode in that it, it uh, provides narrative constraints that uh, impact the storytelling. Like... I think maybe we'd ultimately have Steven here. Maybe we wouldn't. Maybe this they would have done this anyway. But um, they're writing around it. And I think that's probably a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But that being said, they're coming up with creative solutions. And it leads to kind of really interesting things like the Watermelon Steven working. So, you know, it's, it's, it's not clearly a negative on the show right now because they've done it so well to this point. But you could argue that it's limiting them from exploring the narrative to the fullest extent. Yeah. Still a relevant topic today. Um, yeah. We could we could get we could have a whole podcast on that topic. It's very interesting. Um, so there you go. Hashtag analysis to close things out. Um, Justin, Michelle, uh, 500 final thoughts. What do you think? I mean, listening to everything kind of makes me in a way miss doing stuff with Justin, though. Oh. Are you busy, Justin? <laughs> Why haven't we done anything in I'm months? I'm not super busy. We could do more stuff. Let me. Can we know. do more total drama because we only You're got asking the first for more total 13. drama. Oh my god! You know what? Yeah, no, it's can, fun though. I don't, I don't Justin think I can knows go back and do all the articles, but I would be happy to do more of the podcast with you. Yeah, sure. I would because be because they have announced the new season. Five people are very excited right now. By uh... yeah. Hey, one of those five people is really yeah. awesome. So okay, because <laughs> you're one of those five people. No, I have this one person <laughs> who loves our total drama coverage. And oh, really? Very happy. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, great. I, well, I, then we have to. We got a fan. I definitely welcome more Justin Michelle podcast. So, um, happy five hundredth to both of you. Uh, th- Yay. Yeah. Yay.
Okay, that's it. Uh, just Dylan again here to close things out. So um, thanks for listening uh, to this, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, and uh, since it's the end of uh, a milestone podcast, I'd like to give my my big uh, thank you speech uh, as usual. But no, no, no time more so to do this than our 500th podcast. So I just want to say... Thank you so much to everyone who's been involved with Overly Animated in any capacity from our hosts and co-hosts, the um, Sam Delaney, Justin Michelle, who you heard today, the new uh, co-hosts, new hosts, um, the From the Spirit World Legacy hosts. Um, Thank you so much to anyone who's ever been on a podcast. Thank you to anyone who's supported us in any way from our patrons to people who just follow us, to people who've left reviews, to even people who just listen. Like, all of you do so much to contribute uh, to getting us to where we are today. Um, it's 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 crazy that we're just a purely amateur podcast and um, we've, you know, got, gotten this far and hope hopefully just it cont- continue to go down that path. So um, we're going to keep going strong here. And, uh, of course, the... The, the big patron plea here the the best way to support us um we we really don't make a lot of money here and 90 percent of it comes from our patrons and so patreon.com slash overly animated is where you can find that and um our patrons are just so integral to uh the success of this podcast like we literally would not be still going um i would have i would have stopped if uh, if we didn't have the the support from these great patrons so i'm gonna i thank them all each individually thank you so much past and present patrons the pa- i don't have the list of the past patrons here but uh you guys are not forgotten thanks to our current patrons mitch beatrice jamie rachel john ryan taylor jade john phonician katrin steve alex lily hugh michael connie andy brendan hope ken lucas otaku guy eric xavier and damien uh, thank you so much, aka because we have our patron nicknames: uh, Fever, Mitch, Beatrix, Lestange, Mailman, Rachel Rose, Jenny, Robert, Brian, Needle, Jewel, Garfield, Fusion, Patron, Catron, Frequent Commenter, Steve, Esteban, Universidad, pa- Panda, Lily, Hugh, Neutron, Wazowski, Veronica, Kukumunga, Buzz, Like Your Kells, Katara, Kent, Brockman, Rocco, Podcast Addict, Diamond Day. Thank you so much, guys. And to anyone listening who has been thinking about becoming a patron, we would of course uh, appreciate it so much. Financial support, of course, not needed. I understand uh, that. Not everyone can contribute, but if you, if you can, uh, uh, patreon.com slash overly animated. Um, and uh, we also have a nice behind the scenes uh, community on Facebook, uh, which which is uh, great. So you could join that, too. But uh, yeah, but yeah, so uh, I'd of course also um, another great way for the in honor of the 500 podcast, leave us a, an iTunes review. Find our main feed overly animated dot com slash iTunes. That would be that those iTunes reviews genuinely do help us a lot. And we've had more success on iTunes recently. And um more visibility through the iTunes reviews would would go a long way. So thank you if you do that. Thanks to everyone who's listened and uh, yeah and just yeah a- as I said, thanks to everyone who's uh supported us or interacted with us in any way. I've gotten to know so many of you guys through this podcast and through from the spirit world and um I, it's it's been great and um we we recently launched this uh Discord to hopefully foster community in more of a way uh like uh, a public discord as opposed to our, our patreon uh exclusive facebook group which is also still going but uh, overlyanimated.com slash discord if you want to join us and talk on discord um i think that's been a pretty big success and um, we have a lot of great discussions there so um thanks thanks everyone 
uh, hope you enjoyed this clip show. Hope you enjoyed taking a look back on uh, the years throughout Overly Animated. Thanks, uh, 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 thanks so much for listening. Um, been a crazy first 500 podcast, and you know, <laughs> we're gonna keep going strong. No, no delay. Just gonna keep keep going as it is. Here's here's the next 500. Uh, bye. <laughs>